0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hoag. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thank you for joining me for another video. Today, I wanna give you five important things you should know before starting to sell print-on-demand on Etsy. And it honestly doesn't really just apply to print-on-demand. It's pretty much just selling on Etsy in general now i primarily sold print on demand through etsy i did it for about a year and a half and i did it pretty darn successfully i'll show you my stats at the end of the presentation uh, but just to give you a little preview my best single day i did over 4500 dollars in sales on etsy i'll give you a little bit of the backstory in this video but i'm also going to tease at the full story which i'll probably tell you sometime um, let's just say in the next few weeks so if you want to drop a subscribe you know you'll be notified when I do drop that full video but anyways this video is going to teach you a lot about one of the as much as I may not like to admit it one of the emerging and constantly growing markets online that we can't afford to ignore so let me go jump on my computer and we'll get started I'm excited to dive into this one. Real quick though, if you're not subscribed yet, consider hitting that big red button. I'm gonna be dropping a Redbubble tagging guide as well. And just yesterday, I dropped a design tutorial for how to build those really popular vintage retro sunset style designs that dominate the top of pretty much every niche. Also, I've got a really good interview lined up um, should drop next week, but it's gonna we're going to deep dive into Redbubble and how to be successful. All right, real quick before we start, for the new viewers, my name is Ryan Hogue. I've sold over $1.7 million on Amazon to date. If you want to follow the links in the description, I've got a free 8-day print-on-demand mini-course. It'll help you get started selling on Etsy using Printful. I've got a print-on-demand Facebook community. It's been growing rapidly. Lots of great discussion every day. Love to have you. It's free to join. Also, I publish income reports. If you subscribe to my email list or my channel, You'll be notified when I drop my monthly income reports. You can follow my success as a Amazon FBA seller, merch, KDP, print on demand, even my YouTube revenue. I try to be transparent about everything. Last but not least, I wrote a full print on demand course. It's currently almost 70 lectures. I'm constantly adding to it and keeping it up to date. So I'm sure it'll be over 70 lectures before we know it. Uh, You can check that out. Link in the description if you're interested. All right. Into the top five, the first, I couldn't not put this as number one, that you need to know about Etsy if you're planning on selling on Etsy, account suspensions. This one applies specifically to print-on-demand Etsy sellers. However, I've also been suspended for selling a handmade product that for literally no reason, they just knocked me off the platform. And unfortunately, when you get kicked off the platform, there's two actually two things that can happen. There's actual suspensions where they mean to suspend you, and then there's what I meant to talk about here, and this is in regards to the common print-on-demand seller, which I'm assuming is most of you guys watching. If you integrate Printful or Printify or any number of the print-on-demand companies with your Etsy account, it is very common to get an automated suspension from the platform. A lot of people give up right then and there. A lot of other people message me <laughs> and ask, hey, what like how do I get my account back? And that's cool, you know. Etsy does not pay me to do support for them, but I mean I get it, you know, I do make myself accessible and a lot of people reach out. So you can get your account back if it's the automated suspension. All you have to do is email support at Etsy.com. Now, they also used to have a um phone support line that was very accessible. A lot of companies <laughs> under the guise of uh COVID, they say, Oh, you know, we can't monitor the phone line because of COVID. And it's like, in reality, they never monitored the phone line, but now they've got an excuse not to Etsy actually used to. The reason I'm not giving you their phone uh, phone number right now is because I'm pretty sure they're still not monitoring it. So it wouldn't help. But if you email them at support at Etsy.com, they should be able to get you your account back. Uh, again, this happens all the time. The last I heard, uh, somebody said it took five days to get their account back. I asked them to follow up with me so that I could pass that along to you guys. So if you get your account suspended and you just got started, don't freak out. You're okay. Number two, uh-oh, account suspended again? Is this a typo? Unfortunately, no, it's not. So I was thriving on Etsy and unfortunately my account was uh, suspended. So I was suspended for intellectual property uh, complaints. I don't want to say violations because they weren't actually violations. They were just complaints. There's a difference, trust me. There's actually violating someone's intellectual property rights. And then there's just the fact that, and this isn't unique to just Etsy, so I need to just make that known up front. One of the biggest downsides to print on demand in general is that these platforms, they don't hire like a team of lawyers to police debates between sellers all day, right? Right. It's pretty much algorithmic or it's based on proactive people reporting other listings. Now, the bigger you get on Etsy, the more people are going to be gunning for you. I'm not saying that's all that happened to me. Real quick, I'll just actually say what I did wrong. On enough listings, I went and I included trademarked words. Maybe not words, but like it could have been like maybe I say some NBA team or some MLB team. or You know what I mean? Because on Amazon, if you do that on the back-end keywords, or even on, if you advertise on those keywords, it's fine. And I didn't really... I learned the hard way, basically, that you can't do that on Etsy. You know, each platform's unique. So now you know. So don't make the same mistake I did. Your Etsy tags, if you... It's not that you get in trouble the way that you would on Amazon Merch, where you submit something and it gets rejected. On Etsy, it leaves the door open so that if somebody reports your your product and you have that in your tags, it's just an instant strike against your account. Now, the reason I put this screenshot specifically is that this listing didn't have anything wrong with it. The design, the tags, the title, bullets, nothing, all right? Nothing was wrong with it. So it almost nullifies what I just told you because it's, like, it's almost like you're making yourself a bigger target if you put the put like an MLB team's name in your tags, you know what I mean? In this case though, I didn't do anything wrong. Normally, when somebody files a uh, intellectual property claim against you, they have to at least like cite some record, some copyright record, or some trademark record. In this case, the dude didn't cite anything. He didn't cite anything. All he said was, my buddy listed this for sale on represent.com first. That's all he said. It's a complete joke. I mean, seriously. It wasn't the same design. I mean, similar, but come on. I didn't rip this guy off is all you need to know. And it didn't matter. Etsy's automated system still struck my account down. So, I mean, this is one of those... It's just it, it's a downside of print on demand. It shouldn't completely deter you from selling print on demand. Just know about it. Um, And I publicly talked about this. Uh Well, this actually this thumbnail that I pulled from one of my older videos. This wasn't me getting kicked off Etsy. This was a seven figure Etsy seller top 100 shop. Now, they didn't give me permission to disclose their whole story. But they did a consulting call with me, which, by the way, you can do link in the description if you need any help Um, or you can reach out and try to get free help on Facebook. But I prefer the consulting route. But this person booked a call with me, told me their whole business model. I mean, they were not selling print on demand. They were selling jewelry. Top 100 Etsy shop doing like multi seven figures and they were kicked off the platform. Not because of IP infringement, but because of some other stupid thing that Etsy does. And I couldn't not throw this one in there because I have to laugh at it. I'm sure you've all seen Etsy shops that are just like blatantly infringing on extremely well-known brands like the Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Phillies, Michael Jordan. So yeah, this shop was eventually closed, but the dude did like 2,000 sales in like two months. I remember he was on you know the other side. He's on the other side of the world from me, but I'm sure he made a killing in the money that he was able to get paid out by just blatantly infringing on people's, uh, intellectual property, not just people's, but like billion dollar brands. And just because you saw him get away with it, please do not think that it's a good idea for you to try to, um, I was just, I couldn't, I had to just kind of put a video out ranting cause I was kind of upset, but I'm over it now. At least I, I hope I am. I don't know. All right. Number three, double state tax. Yes. If you pay close attention, Etsy is very good at like hiding the transaction fees that are charged when you get a sale, but they charge state tax and, uh, printful also charges state tax. Now, when I made a YouTube video about this, I did a deep dive about as deep of a dive as I can do without becoming like an accountant. All right. That specializes in how state taxes work in the United States, which is a little bit crazy. There was a change to it in like, I think 2018. And, um, it's, it's a mess. I'm not going to make this video about that, but Etsy in these 42 states and Printful in those 37, as of me recording this video, they will charge state tax. And a lot. there's a lot of intersection there, all right? For instance, Colorado, Colorado, all right? California, California. So when you see the intersection, that means that they're both going to charge. And here's the thing. Etsy will charge it to your customer, keep it, and remit it. We never touch that money. Printful will take it out of the transaction, So that's going to come out as an additional percentage of the transaction fee if you're selling print-on-demand on on Etsy through Printful. Here's the thing. If you don't sell through Printful and you think you're going to get away with it, then you're committing tax fraud. So it's still, it's not a good thing, right? It's better to just say, okay, this is what's happening. What's the alternative? Please look into the alternative. I promise you this is much easier than remitting whatever tax you owe to all 50 states at the end of the year, Uh, unless you're... Brilliant, and you can do that um, easily. And if you can, please let me know. I'll let everybody else know through my channel. But just know that that's a thing. Um, also, I made a video about this. The top comment I had to pin this from Printful. I always laugh when people say like, "Oh yeah, we recommend contacting a tax professional." You know, it's it's basically like saying, "Hey, like, this is a touchy subject that we probably don't really understand." So consult a tax professional. I'm sure you have 500 thousand dollars laying around for some accountants time to ask them what you should be doing. And in the first hour, that's probably going to cost you 250 bucks. They'll just ask you to explain your business model. And in the second hour, they're going to do research, but they'll bill you for that. And then the third or fourth hour, they'll just tell you what I already know, which you can figure out if you just Google it. So yeah. Um, trust me, just pay the extra and look the other way. Don't let it bother you. It's just part of doing business, right? Number four, Etsy ads, uh, man, it used to be called Etsy promoted listings. Um, they switched it to Etsy ads from promoted listings. When they did that, they did it overnight. Now they told sellers it was coming, but they didn't tell you when it happened. My old Etsy strategy. And this is a thumbnail of a video I had to drop. This was not a clickbait video. This video truly was urgent. Like I saved a bunch of people, a bunch of money because I mean, it happened to me. Someone messaged me and told me about it, and I was like, dude, thank you so much for letting me know. I assumed Etsy was gonna let us know, and they didn't. But overnight, Etsy switched it so that we used to be able to control our cost-per-click bids. I mean, that's a very common thing for people that advertise online, whether it's through Google, Amazon, Etsy, wherever. Etsy removed that overnight. And as a result, so my strategy was, I would bid extremely low to advertise all my listings, and I would put really high daily budgets. Because if I could spend my whole daily budget on really low bids, that was, that was a good thing. You know, I'm assuming I'm going to convert enough uh, clicks to generate and run at a profit, which I was then overnight. All of a sudden I lose control of my clicks. And if I was generating clicks at eight cents a click, all of a sudden I'm paying 70 cents for that because Etsy's algorithm says, I don't even know. I mean, honestly, what is their algorithm doing? If I was getting clicks at eight cents and now all of a sudden I'm getting clicks at 75 cents. It's a joke. I'm just being gouged. That happened overnight. And then after about four or five days, I went in there and was like, oh crap. You know, because believe it or not, I am a busy guy. I'm not like checking my Etsy advertising statements every single day. And um, yeah, it cost me like, I think my budget was like 65, 70 bucks a day. So times that by four or five. And yeah, I mean, I I was losing money. So it, it sucked. But, and they did that overnight without notifying people. I mean, they can't undo that. And they've since evolved their advertising again, you know, again, from promoted listings to Etsy ads. They keep changing the name. Um, They created this Etsy offsite ads and they let people use it for free or benefit from it for free for a while. And then as of May 4th, 2020, you're not charged a fee for any order. Sorry, before May 4th, 2020, you weren't charged the fee for orders that resulted in offsite ads. After that though, you'll be charged for orders that are attributed to offsite ads. Now, I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't work at Etsy, but just know that like Etsy ranks really well organically in Google. But here's the thing now. If Etsy, like imagine if your Etsy listing was going to be the top spot on Google and now it's pushed down just a little bit because there's a sponsored link to the same product, except now when someone clicks it, if they end up buying, you know, you're going to have to pay for that ad for that click. You know what I mean? If they don't end up buying, at least that order fee is not going to, or that, that fee is not going to get passed on to you. Um, you know, I have mixed emotions about this. Uh, it's good and bad. I mean, here's the thing. What changed when they introduced this? Well, you used to be able to pixel your own Etsy listings and run Facebook ads to them. Uh, you can, well, I don't know if it was your pixel actually, or it might've just been like Etsy giving you your own data. I didn't run that many, but I did run maybe like $100 worth of Facebook ads to certain Etsy listings that were performing really well of mine. And uh, I don't remember because that was a while ago. But I do know that like you could get the data. I don't remember if it was my Facebook pixel. I'm assuming they probably didn't make us put our own fi- pixel there because most people would be a little bit confused by the technical side of that. Um, But either way, you used to have more control, more insights if you wanted to run Facebook advertising campaigns to Etsy, whereas now they've just lumped it in with Etsy offsite ads along with Google Shopping. So um, that's just a change that I guess they thought was worth making. All right, number five. This isn't as pessimistic. Uh, A lot of this stuff has a pessimistic slant because Etsy's earned it Um, real quick while it's on my mind. Like somebody somebody like a year and a half or two years ago sent me a link to actually probably wasn't even that long ago. It's probably recent, but I get conf- I have got so much going on but I couldn't find the link I really wanted to share with you guys. Somebody made a whole website dedicated to the ways Etsy is breaking the law and it's not like a like a short website. It's a website you have to scroll and they're just documenting so many ways that Etsy as a company is breaking various laws as it pertains to doing business in certain states nationally yeah, it, it was it's crazy. I couldn't find the link, but I know it's out there. I tried Google searching it. I tried DuckDuckGo searching it in case it was being suppressed. I couldn't find it. But I'm sure that website still exists. Anyways, if you want it, yeah, if you find it by the way, drop a comment. If I see it, I'll pin it. Number five. Etsy's customers are vocal. Unlike Amazon, where you don't really get a lot of like buyer to seller messaging. Well actually Amazon had to turn that off because I think there was just too much spam going on. A lot of bots were constantly messaging us um, sellers, so they turned that off. But Etsy, on the other hand, they did not. So it's not buyers necessarily, it's potential buyers. Potential buyers will reach out to you, they don't hesitate. You will spend a lot more time doing customer service or not even customer service, like I said, potential customer service on Etsy compared to any other platform, man, like Etsy by far had more people that wanted or needed my time and attention and whatnot via the Etsy messaging system. And I mean, again, it, it must increase conversion rate if you actually respond and are nice and can accommodate their requests. But I mean, that's something that should be stated. I've had people, you know, in my courses telling me, man, Etsy customers, they really do reach out to you. They're not afraid to hit that chat button. And yeah, it's just, you know, it is what it is. It's part of the Etsy culture, I guess. All right, and then last but not least, real quick, since I just dogged on Etsy for <laughs> however long this world, it would be like 12, 13, 14 minutes in, just wanted to let you know that like, you know, behind my head here, you know, selling on Etsy for a year and a half or so, um, did quite a bit of sales. Uh, This is only through Printful, by the way. So I also sold through Printify, even though the vast majority of my sales were fulfilled by Printful. Um, You know, I cracked like 30k profit minus Etsy fees. So maybe not 30k. I don't know. I, I go through this in my income reports, by the way, you can always go back in time on my website or my YouTube channel to see like the month to month breakdown. You can also see my best month uh, on Etsy, which was in August of 2018 on my best day that you see there. I did $4,453. Uh, and that was only through printful. So again, there was also some printify sales, just letting you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, and this is a story I'm gonna elaborate on in a separate video. Uh, probably even tell you the niche. I think I, I think I said I would tell you the niche. So when I drop that video, I'm expecting a lot of uh, of views and likes, and you know the, you know the drill. Come on, guys. Anyways, thank you so much for watching this video till the end. If you liked it, all that I ask is let the YouTube algorithm know. Hit the like button, hit that thumbs up, and if you're not subscribed, if if you don't mind subscribing, you know what I mean. You can always unsubscribe later if you don't like my content, but. You know, it means the world to me to see that subscriber count go up. It's an indicator that, you know, you guys are liking my videos, that they're well received. So anyways, thank you for watching and I'll see you guys at the next one.